It's the Low Score Podcast, starring Bobby Schweizer and Jason Ford. Yes. We're here, but it's not just us. No, it's not. We might as well just get get it out just of the get way. Right into it. This is we got a, one of the biggest episodes ever. Mm-hmm. But two other people. Other people, please say who you are. Hi, my name is Adam. Hi, uh, <laughs> my name is Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Adam and Jimmy. Hi guys. Thanks for joining yeah. us. All right, we're over here. We need to crank up the enthusiasm level. Yeah. Also, right, Jay, you need to we... not be so close to your microphone. Oh, what if I got even closer though? Yeah, that sounds great. Sorry. All right. So so, nice. video games, they're a thing. They're a big thing. They're an important thing. But sometimes we throw everything away and start over. Mm-hmm. This is really dramatic really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But before we do that, in between the stuff, the step where everything's on the shelf and everything's in trash bins. Big old bins. Big old, like the biggest. We need to look at things and decide which things are good and which things are total shit. And then eventually... Pick a single greatest thing. So we have the Xbox One has come out, the Wii U has come out, the PlayStation 4 has come out. That means that the previous generation, the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii are... They're gone. We don't care about them anymore. I want to bin them up, I'm throw them out. But oh, before we get do rid that, of them. Unless I bought them on Steam, then they can live in my Steam account. Mm-hmm. So the fine folks uh, on the Giant Bomb community forums have decided that they want to eliminate all the games except for one. That's the one game that's going to be left that doesn't go into the garbage bin uh, and do a greatest game of the previous generation. Yeah, so in true low-score fashion, we have co-opted their list. I've not looked at their final choices. Um, in fact, I've barely looked at the list except to type them up right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if they've done final choices. But not in true low-score fashion, Bobby. It's not just you and me. Is it, we will need a quorum of all four of us to move on and decide what will be the greatest game of the generation. Yeah, so in past we've received criticism saying like, oh, well, you know, between the two of you, you don't know enough games and da-da-da-da-da. So we're bringing in knowledgeable individuals to help us sort through this madness. We've doubled the usual amount of brains in the room. Mm-hmm. So, shall we begin? We should begin. So let's let's talk about the format and the ground rules. Yeah. This is a single elimination bracket, 64 games spanning all consoles, all genres, um, it seems like they've made an attempt to pair like games together in the first round, which I think is kind of good. So we won't, you know, we'll be able to quickly determine, you know, the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat question, the uh, GTA Saints Row question, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So what do we think about moving on? Should it be majority votes wins or do we need to have all four people agree before we move on? I suggest the latter. I'm inclined to agree. Gentlemen, yes. what do you think? Yeah. I think if you want to... No dissension. Yeah, no <laughs> dissension. I, I, if we get to a point where somebody wants to agree to disagree, I think that's okay to basically say, 
I will vote for the other thing because I'm sick of arguing about this. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Oh, that means we can filibuster. You can filibuster. That's true. We could we could get to some stalemates, and then we'll have to decide what to do from there. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> that could be pretty intense. I think these are the only rules we need. All right, yeah. All right, so let's start off, guys. The first two games from which we must eliminate one, purge one. All right. Dark Souls and Spelunky. <laughs> I thought they were like similar games. They right? are like okay. similar games. Well, they're roguelike similar games. Yeah. Oh, Bobby, oh, you're fired. Yeah. Turn, yeah. Turn, <laughs> all right. Turn off. Turn off Bobby's mic. Bobby's mic is cut. There. To move on, we need total agreement between the three <laughs> members of the Low Score podcast. All right. Um, so, so I'll, I'll put on. I played really either of these games. Okay. I've played. Um, a bit of both. I've pay, played a Spelunky. Okay. And I've also played a bit of both. All right. Okay. So, Bobby, so what do so we think here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, my initial inclination is to go with Dark Souls. I know that people are obsessed with Spelunky, um, but there's just something about the atmosphere of Dark Souls that makes a game that has that level of challenge um, even more intense. Uh uh, and it, it's just a personal preference. I like the combat of Dark Souls a whole bunch, and I just I just never got what made Spelunky so interesting. So I, my my vote it's is Dark weird, Souls. It's a weird case because we have Dark Souls, which is essentially a repackaging of Demon Souls, and then we have Spelunky, which has existed free on the PC for a, a fairly long time, right? Yeah. yeah. So we should also mention for this list, um, it seems in every case they've chosen the best of a series. So meaning you're not going to see Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. You'll only see two. So while we can certainly talk about how we may not agree with their choice, like, well, there's another one in the series, and if we're talking about influence or inspiration, that would have been a much stronger pick than this one. Um, but it seems like in every instance they wanted to pick the best game of the series. So I don't know if we want to consider you know, series, especially those that de- debuted on this generation of console when we're talking about it, or narrow our focus to the single game. That doesn't need to be an answered yeah. question. It can just be. I think. Like, the, yeah, generally, so, I think the single yeah, game. Yeah, Bobby, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards you with Dark Souls. Um, definitely want to give Spelunky its due because it's a really incredibly fun game. Um, they're both coming from a similar place of very intense difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, a little dissimilar in that when you die in Spelunky, it's game over. You know, and Dark Souls obviously is about dying and continuing. Right. Um. But Dark Souls, to a, a big extent, and Demon Souls before it, both kind of brought back this concept of really weird, very hard, uh, just deliberately obscure games. Yeah, and I think- it's hard to tell how much of the translation in in Dark Souls is purposeful and how much is just lazy. But there's a lot of really great ambiguities and like not perfect english sure you know like you traversed the white what the fuck does that mean <laughs> exactly. I, wondered, I wondered if even just hearing anecdotally if that was like a rush job or a lazy job in demon souls and then they kind of realized that it added to Works, the charm yeah. of the game i'd like and, to think and so. i wonder if it became a deliberate choice yeah. in dark souls and i guess we'll see in dark souls too yeah the dark souls i think it's it's great i think the atmosphere of just this bizarre alien fantasy um you know, everything feels dangerous. You're not really sure what's going on. Um, 
it's very difficult and it's very it's absolutely something you can build your skill in and get better at um and i think it's great that we're seeing these types of games again they're then paving the way for stuff like um volgar the viking and just yeah. like these really difficult uh, that's one-off. a that's a good point, Jimmy, because I feel like, you know, I'm not an expert player or not even a good player of Spelunky by any means, but I always found that Spelunky was kind of Mega Man 9 in that, like, there were just times when you, you just missed something entirely. You're like, oh shit, I didn't see that was there. That thing surprised me. Whereas Dark Souls, like, you're constantly waiting for the danger around every corner and trying to figure out, like, how you're going to do that. And Dark Souls, you prog- progress so much more quickly through levels, usually, um, that I like the, the patience that Dark Souls requires. Yeah. I'll I'll play since we're so far into the list. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just curious to hear a response. Like Spelunky seems to have brought out um, kind of we're talking about the idea of challenge and how how the difficulty adds to the allure of the overall experience. Spelunky has kind of pulled that out in different ways where it's so hard. Like someone just recently completed an eggplant run for the first time where there's like yeah. a useless item oh, yeah. you have to get all the way through right. and like things like that that this game has this very simple construction that develops randomly and is able to provide experiences that people have to talk about beyond the game yeah because someone it's certainly someone also just did something recently where they like killed the ghost by like having it uh, slowly lose its hp in the lava yeah and it was like the first and time so it, people you know? are finding games within the game that are pushing the level of self-born challenge you have these people who have looked at the game from like oh i beat it level and have taken it to this like yeah. different plane altogether i don't know how that compares to the, to the way challenge comes through in dark souls i just right. like dark souls better yeah splunky is definitely emblematic of a lot of things that happened this generation in terms of Definitely the resurgence of the roguelike and it being kind of a game where people started to figure that out, that let's not just make it super hard and random, but also provide you know a little bit more polish, a uh, little bit of a way for people to hold on to their progress from game to game, as well as you know just small indie developers you know, kind of making good. They're, they're very different games. I mean, besides yeah. the kind of punishing difficulty, it, it's Yeah, hard the more you talk about them, they are very, very different. Yeah. All right, I, we, let's, let's vote. Let's move on. So I say Dark Souls. Uh, we'll also say Dark Souls. I, I would. I think I would tend to agree. And Dark Souls. All right. All right. Excellent. All right, Bobby. What's next? All right. Next up, we have two fighting games: Street Fighter Four and Mortal Kombat. That would be the reboot. Street Fighter Four is better. Yes. Yeah. Street Fighter Four is a better game. <laughs> All right. I, I don't want to take away the improvements <laughs> from Mortal Kombat Four, but Mortal Kombat games are not fun to play. Yeah. I've decided. My childhood uh, love of Mortal Kombat was mostly based on the fact that it was kind of gruesome. There, yeah. 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 I mean, I bought Street Fighter Four three times now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bioshock versus Mirror's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I I like playing Mirror's Edge more than Bioshock. Yeah. So I can yeah. I, I can kind of see why sure. they're pairing these games up, like Dark Souls and Splunky, very hard. Bioshock and Mirror's Edge, like very kind of new single player experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that said, Bioshock. Yeah, that's. I mean, Bioshock one, uh, definitely. Yeah, I I I love. There are things I love about Mirror's Edge, and I think it's a game that is actually worthy of being on this list. But the things that Bioshock did, I think, push it way beyond you know first person, or like yeah. moderately executed first person running. Okay. So, <laughs> no, Mirror's Edge is. I'm still yeah. trying to wrap my head around why they're up against each other. So you figured Bioshock would be a, against something. 
more highly narrative-based or world-building-based yeah, or at least another shooter. Like Again, I would say like they're conceptually – they're brand-new franchises. They play relatively new. Bioshock less so, but, but it, certainly in terms of the narrative stuff brought something pretty fresh for consoles. Hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to like filibuster or anything, but to say my piece in defense of uh, Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Or at least against Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I thought Bioshock was not a great shooter. The great things about Bioshock are the stuff around it, the setting, the atmosphere, and the storytelling, um, which are all things that were explored in System Shock and System Shock 2 That's like true. a decade mm-hmm. ago. Um, it's uh, absolutely an influential game in mm-hmm. terms of what other people did uh, this generation in terms of kind of archaeological storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing, but I don't think it's very fun to play at all. Hmm. Uh, Mirror's Edge, I think, is incredibly fun to play. Right, but I know that's a minority opinion. I know a lot of people don't enjoy it. It's great until the guys are the, like the later levels where yeah. there's too many guns yeah. and some of them. That's that's nitpicky. Yeah, um, but I'll, I mean, I'll go with you guys. I'm, I'm Bioshock. I won't fight it. Uh, it just seems. Uh, See, I also love are, Mirror's Edge, but these it's are Bio- all going like, to be hard choices, right? But Bioshock just seems like the default. You know, of course, it's Bioshock. This is an extremely important game for the generation. Yeah, but then when you put mm, Mirror's Edge, I, so I have it's so weird and like future French. It, it, I really it want looks to, incredible, and it is fun to play. But there is a, I mean, if you back up, there is a real lack of polish on that game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it could. It needs more time. It should have had a sequel. Um, it, like, it's getting a sequel. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. yeah, yeah no. It got a teaser trailer for a sequel. Yeah, I'll show you a no, teaser trailer. <laughs> but like, it, like you know, you're right in terms of the um, the guns and the combat could have used more testing and more polish and kind of more thinking about that. Um, you know, I played through it, I think without shooting a gun. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. feel like they should have designed it to be played that way. Yeah, I and agree. then kind of tweaked um, the type of enemies you fight to deal with that. I, yeah, ha- I mean, it's, it's easy to get lost sometimes. Um, like I have a real desire to go back and play replay Bioshock, but I do not have that same kind of desire with Mirror's Edge. Like there's something really special about Bioshock that I want to recapture, whereas, whereas Mirror's Edge, I enjoyed it when I played it, and then I was kind of done with it. I just I think Bioshock is special. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the opposite. <laughs> Mirror's, I would say Mirror's Edge more warrants a sequel in that there's a good idea there, um, but in terms of a fully realized game, I mean, you know. Bioshock's combat was a little bit loose, but that's about that's about the only complaint. Yeah, I, and I thought it was fine. I never minded. You know, it's a shooter. I never, so. I never really minded it either. I mean, I didn't think it was the greatest shooter I'd ever played, but I, I didn't have anything. You, you stand still and you go invisible, and then you wrench somebody in the head. Totally. And then you move on. That's yeah, great. You wrench. Yeah, because those guns were poop. Wrench, wrench, wrench. Ice wrench. Lightning wrench. I don't know. I see. I'm on Jimmy's side yeah. with this, and yet at the same time. There's no way Mirror's Edge is going to win this yeah. and become the game that doesn't go in the trash. And yet, in a different, odd way, there is a chance for Bioshock. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, at this very specific juncture in time, I'm struggling. Well, yeah, because it's, well, like, I'm exactly the opposite. The first time I played Bioshock, I played, like, a level and then mm-hmm. popped it out and put Mass Effect in because I right. borrowed them from you. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and then I played through all of Mass Effect. I'm like, well, I guess I'll finish Bioshock because I have it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I've played through Mirror's Edge, I think, two or three times. Um, I just think it's a, a, you know, as an experience that I play, I had more fun with Mirror's Edge. Um, it's not great, you know. I'm not going to stand here and say that it's an amazing game or like the best game ever, but I like it more than Bioshock. Mm-hmm. I, I like it more, but I think Bioshock's more important to the last generation of yeah, video games. Absolutely. Mirror's Edge kind of didn't go anywhere and right. no one really built off of it in a lot of you know, in any interesting ways really. Yeah. Which is a big bummer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I mean certainly from a gameplay perspective. Well, I, I guess I'm not sure. I mean, so Bioshock introduced a lot, you were saying um it was not the first game to have the audio logs by any stretch, but it was certainly no, the game that, that people made were like, huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, it made them huge. Um, so then it's out. <laughs> Fuck audio logs. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And yeah, just in terms of being being a memorable game, uh, I, I think it's pretty tough. I don't, again, in this crowd, I'm not sure how far Bioshock's going to go now, yeah. which I think will make things pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. But... Um, Jay, you and I will have to redo this on our own and just crown Bioshock from the get-go. <laughs> I don't know if I think Bioshock's the greatest. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, joking, I'm joking. No, I mean, I, I should, I know for the sake of moving discussion, yeah. I, I am going to vote Bioshock yeah, I will, in this. I'll also vote I'm Bioshock. Not, I'm, I'm not trying to I'm hold this giving up a vote. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, okay. I, think, I think it's more influential. I think it's more important. Got it's it. arguably the better game. We're just talking about how we enjoy. Well, I don't know if you agree with me on yeah. those points, but I did enjoy Mirror's Edge more than Bioshock. That is, yeah. that is definitely part of this when you yeah. know you know you're going to put your game out to sea. Yeah. Oh, give it, yeah, give yeah, it yeah. Slow. All right, so Bioshock wins. Great. All right, next up we have Bastion and Dragon Quest Nine. Uh, Bastion, Bastion, Bastion. I'm playing Dragon Quest Nine now. I restarted it. Wish like you were a playing week ago. Bastion. Yeah. <laughs> Not as fun as Bastion. Yeah. How, why is Why is Dragon Quest Nine even in here? I mean, I guess it, I guess it's new. That seems like it, yeah. If I was going to pick a JRPG, boy well, oh howdy, I could think of a lot more. Well, like all yeah, of, it's weird. And that's so many of the Dragon Quest for the um the like the DS and 3DS or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like several of them are repackaged from like earlier. Oh like, yes, like they, they, they reput out like four, five, and six. Yeah. Is Dragon Quest Nine like an actual new one? Yes. Oh yeah, brand okay. new for DS. Yeah, yeah, that is the right. only platform on which it exists. I will say. Um, Nice thing about Dragon Quest Nine, they put a lot of thought into their translation. Right, it's kind of weird, but like the um, like puns and like play on words they work in are um, show a lot of care. They're mm-hmm. not necessarily good, but like when you turn in a quest, it say, "Oh, congratulations! This quest has been transgressed with finesse." That's amazing. <laughs> Um, That's great. Early on, you fight an undead knight named the White Knight, like um, W I G H T, mm-hmm. and he's from Brigadoom. You know, it's stupid shit like that. But it's also a very basic, like it's a Dragon Quest game. It's yeah. a simple uh, JRPG. Bastion is fucking amazing. Yeah, ba- I mean, yeah, we, we'll talk more about Bastion. I assume as this yeah. goes on. I've, I've also played some Dragon Quest Nine because I was trying to give a bunch of JRPGs on the DS a go, and. It was a game where I wanted to love everything about it. Like Jimmy says, I liked the the world that they had built and I liked the writing in it and all that kind of stuff. And then it just it was still Dragon Quest Combat and I could not get past that and I was bored and, and put it back on the shelf. All right. All right. Um our next games are Uncharted Two and Far Cry Three. Hmm. Huh. So I've not played Uncharted Two, and I think Far Cry Three is incredible. I 
played Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit of Far, Far Cry 3 is the one on the islands, right? Yes. Okay. I played a little bit of Far Cry 3. Maybe six hours or so. Okay. I'm with Jay. I've played Far Cry 3. I think it's incredible, but I have not touched Uncharted 2. And I've played Uncharted 2 and think it's incredible and have not played Far Cry 3. Oh, no. Uh, it's terrible. Yep. Tough. All right. So I stopped playing Far Cry 3 because I thought it had a lot of the same problems Far Cry 2 did. Um, where they built this great world for you to roam around and explore and do all kinds of stuff in. And they do a good job there, but I find the part where you have to fight enemies, and there are tons of them in Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 2 to be not that good. Um, I know, Jay, you were saying like you you take over some stuff and like upgrade some things, and then it's like better, but it's that those first couple hours of the game where you don't have a lot of good weapons, you don't have a lot of ammo, um, you need to hunt everything to craft to get better holsters and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I found it hard to hunt everything because everything's swarming with enemies. <laughs> you know, there's a, there was a couple times where it's like, oh, I crashed my Jeep. And like, oh, no, a Jeep full of guys came and found it as I'm trying to get away from there. I killed all of them. But while that's happening, another right. Jeep full of enemies came up. And so it's this constant cycle. That One of the things, once you figure out that you re- – the, the first goal is – because this game is basically just – like Assassin's Creed first person with guns. Like the structure of the mm-hmm. game is identical. Even in that you need to go to the top of these yeah. electrical towers. And once you do that, not only do you like unlock like the view of the world, but it also makes it a safe zone. Yeah. So once you do that, um, those random encounters kind of stop. Um, mm. The combat gets a lot better. The, the guns, it definitely starts to solve the problem of like the aiming and the lack of ammo. But it's always going to be your secondary mode of killing dudes mm-hmm. because the sneaking up melee combat, chaining things together is so good. Like if you can get people close enough, you can come out of cover and stab somebody and then just like stab, 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 stab from one to the other. And it makes it a really interesting shooting game because it's it's not just crouch behind cover, shoot until all the guys are gone. The encounters are a lot more um, – varied and interesting which is probably the biggest weakness of uncharted 2 in my opinion which is i wanted that game to like it opens with a little stealth sequence i'm like okay this could be pretty cool like there's a way to get around this where you're climbing on stuff and you pull dudes over the edge and kill them or take them out or whatever and then when it just turns into cover-based shooter like that is when it's at its weakest yeah so let's let's talk about uncharted 2 which i think in a lot of ways is kind of the epitome of the sort of cinematic trend in games this generation yeah uh for better or for worse <laughs> the, the thing i like <laughs> well i mean it's yeah. worse <laughs> the thing i like, like about Un- yeah. uncharted 2 is not I, well, I don't want to call it a cinematic quality but i want to just i want to call it polish like there's yeah. a lot of attention that goes into the behavior of all the little things in the game like they're not a whole lot of the cutscenes aren't very long like they just kind of you know, fill in the gap in between in a typical story kind of way. But it's, you know, when Nathan Drake reaches out to like touch a rock as you're running past something, like he's holding himself up, um, the way the characters, you know, interact with each other, like talking to each other in the space as they're climbing something or looking for something. Um, just the individual animations that they come up with for different segments of the game where you don't feel like I'm like, okay, now I'm going into my climbing animation and it's going to be exactly the same as it was the last time. It, it, no, it's absolutely 
incredibly well done, but um, you know, and I think Uncharted, the first one, kind of began pushing things this way, and then Uncharted Two made it even more so. Where it seems like most or a lot of major games that come out are designed to be like this is going to be a six to ten hour like movie. You know, it's mm. going to be a story. You're going to have lots of um, uh, character interactions through cutscenes generally or voiceover as you're doing something else. And in between, you're going to fight someone and maybe walk a little bit, fight more people. And you see that kind of structure in all kinds of other games. You know, you see it in Gears of War. You see it in Halo. You see it in all this other stuff. And it's not necessarily that Uncharted started all that, but Uncharted is definitely the best example of it in terms of we pushed it this far, you know, mm-hmm. if you, if you want to find a game that encapsulates that whole movement, that's it. And it's also best in terms of Uncharted 2 absolutely pulled it off. Like you, you know, it feels like you're actually watching people. Yes. Who yeah. Interact naturally and are fun. Like there's, um, the comedic timing in that game and just the acting is fantastic. Yeah, you're right. They don't feel like video game characters. They feel yeah. like, like other, like real people or that's the there's, cinematic quality of it. Is there's that absolutely too much shooting dudes. Yeah. I feel like the pacing's kind of bad. Like you are stuck in Kathmandu or wherever for ages, you know, where you're running around that city dodging the tank and you're trying to get to that temple. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that just went on and on. That train sequence. That's that pretty cool. Train sequence is awesome. Uh, it's tough because there are these two games that I feel a lot of people really liked, but I was kind of disappointed in both of them. Right. Also played Uncharted 2 right after playing Uncharted 1, like fairly recently, like near the end of the generation mm-hmm. when I got a, a PS3. Right. As someone who's played Far Cry and not Uncharted, but is probably going to vote for Uncharted. Oh, Interesting. I don't know if the if the goal of the day is what is the most important game of the last generation. Far- it's not. It is we're picking the game of the generation. However, the game you, of the however you choose to interpret that. Correct. I just don't, so that's not to say that what you just said is not a valid interpretation. But it is one in a potential large box of interpretations. Correct. Bingo. Okay. So Far Cry Three was fun. I just don't think it did anything that was really significant in relation to the previous generation. That's a good it was, point. I it like was that. it was very you know, iterative in that Mm -hmm. it um, took very existing, um, you know, gameplay tropes, this kind of open world thing. I I don't know of another open world first person game that's any good. Like I think pulling that off is really impressive. It was really impressive from that standpoint. I just am wondering just what Uncharted 2, what you're getting at with the whole, like it is the potential landmark example of cinematic, delivery yeah. through right. a video game experience that seems pretty important that definitely seems more important for the medium but it also seems like the you know bioshock argument mm-hmm. that, that i was hearing earlier of like this game is extremely important but it maybe is not as fun to play as the other game it is up against i don't know well mirror's edge is having a tear come out of its eye yeah. right now yeah <laughs> well <laughs> which I mean, which, which and if that's the case by that we should pick uncharted 2 uncharted isn't unfun to play necessarily okay you know the the shooting is all right 
I mean, the sh- I mean, the shooting's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's just but, it's not the like, best part of the game. I, mean, it's an okay I guess what I would say shooter. is the reason Bioshock moved on. Yeah, doesn't have much to do with its combat. Yeah, right. And that would be the same for Uncharted Two, right? Well, yes. well, I mean, my, my my gripe with Uncharted Two is that kind of near the end of it, I wanted to see more traversal and I want to see more story, and right. I thought the extended combat sequences were just in the way. Yeah, but they weren't unfun to do. Like they weren't bad they weren't painful to go through but if you put them together toe to toe on all the different like narrative wise uncharted seems to beat out far cry oh absolutely right far cry's three stories from from a technical standpoint yeah they're i mean far cry does the incredible thing with the first person they both look open world like visually that's tough so they're kind of on even par Mm -hmm. there so let's talk about gameplay you know, you kind of heard a bit of mix here, but it seems like both do their gameplay well. It just seems like there might be too much or too little of certain sections of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Un- Uncharted Two is finally an Indiana Jones game that's good. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to go with Uncharted Two. Okay, I am too. Uh, as, as, All right, okay. we can talk more Uncharted Two in the next round. So let's see. Let me go back to my tab. Up next, we have Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and Minecraft. Mm. Uh, I bought Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and I put like eight or ten hours into that game, and I don't think it's good at all. <laughs> I played the demo through, it's, and it was like I wanted to like it, but God almighty. It's not a game the, for me. The vehicle construction stuff is really fun, but yeah, like, but after, like, after a while, the mission types aren't great. No. So that it's not a blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an okay game, <laughs> right? I do like that they let you break shit. Yeah, you that, know, it that is, is cool. it's totally possible through your design and innovation and all that to negate any of the challenge. <laughs> like I think that's where the fun of the game comes from. Totally. But actually, uh, controlling the vehicles and stuff isn't fantastic. Um. It's very cool. It's definitely worth checking out, but I don't think it's, I mean, certainly not as influential no. in terms of either design and business. Business is as Minecraft. Huge. I was like, quite frankly, I ignored Minecraft for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting a free copy of it on Xbox. Shocked how much I liked that game. Yeah. Like how, how well designed and thought out. I, I love the kind of iterative build process of like people bought the alpha and really saw that game transform. Yeah. Um, through you know different item types and enemies and stuff like that, and just you know, again in the same way of of saying like, man, somebody finally made Indiana Jones game. Somebody finally made a Lego game, which seems even more obvious. Yeah. In and uh, even just from a like business model way of we're really we're releasing an alpha and we're going to charge for it and we're going to keep building on it. Certainly, it's been abused by a lot of companies. Oh, of course. But if Minecraft hadn't done it successfully, right. then there are tons of games that I love that yeah. wouldn't be here. And I don't know if anybody's really done it because the Minecraft business model was, hey, you can buy this game for you know a, a pretty decent price. Mm-hmm. It's going to get more expensive as it goes on, and we're, we're not going to tell you when it's going to be released. Yeah. But if you'll kind of buy in early and help fund this thing. You know, if you take a gamble on us, we'll take a gamble on you by accepting a. That was a price. great yeah. precedent to set, by the way. Yeah, that has worked out really well for all the other games that I've purchased early access. Nope, I've stopped I mean, doing I, that. I haven't played any. Game I think the one that I've purchased <laughs> early access. I think the one that's done it the best, aside from Minecraft, is Kerbal Space Program. Okay, um, and even they did not 
launch at a significantly reduced price. Right. I think um, in the past you could get it cheaper, and it's on sale fairly often because it's on Steam now. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of we're going to charge for a fairly full-featured alpha that you right. can actually play, and then we're going to update it periodically. Um, I think they're the only ones who have done it. But for all that, it's been out for like two and a half years, and it's still like version point two one right like right, exactly. that, game, that game's never gonna finish which is neat though i like i like that, that that's a pretty good parallel though where people have a, a big game concept and they're flat out saying like this game's not even close to done yeah even though it's a totally playable product um so do we all vote for minecraft is that what i'm hearing yes yes yeah okay minecraft um moving on red dead redemption and team fortress 2 that's an I, odd pairing I play team fortress 2 I don't care for Team Fortress 2. Yeah. I'm just not I, oh, are we, uh, to no. class-based. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I'm just going to write Red Dead. We'll talk about it more later. All right, next up, we have two uh, turn-based strategy games, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, and Valkyria Chronicles. I haven't played either one of these games. Neither have I. I've played both. Okay. I've not played all of Valkyria Chronicles. Um I've played XCOM and I own like the first one, right? Like Valkyria Chronicles. Yes, that is all that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, XCOM is a better turn-based strategy game. Sure. Valkyria Chronicles is pretty cool. Settings all right. Um, It's just it's very. There is a way to beat Valkyria level. Okay. Um, There are many ways to beat an XCOM level. That that's good enough for me. And, And and in terms of you know, influence and importance. I don't think we need to talk much about that. Right. So XCOM it is. XCOM. Man, progress. Yeah. All right. Um, Batman Arkham Asylum versus Hitman Blood Money. <laughs> I've not played Hitman. I've never played a Hitman game. God, I haven't played. I've, I've had no interest in them. either. And uh, I'll probably go with Arkham oh, Asylum. Oh, Arkham, <laughs> Arkham Asylum is ridiculously I've, good. Yeah, Wait, awesome. Blood Money... Shoot. What's the most recent one? I've played the most recent one. Absolution? Know. Yes. Is, it yes. is that the one? I can look up but, Blood yeah, Money. Let's I look think, up what Blood Money is. I think Blood Money came out earlier in the generation. It came out. Why did they pick that one? The most recent one. I, it, the most recent one had very much. It came reviews. out in 2006. What'd you say, Bobby, about the most recent one? It had mixed reviews. It basically, uh, was like, oh, people were disappointed it wasn't Blood Money. Blood Money is a um, multi-generation game. It came out on PS2 and PS3 and yeah. Xbox and Xbox 360. Oh, ineligible. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we can talk more about it, but Batman is so good Batman. and so perfect. I like – even when they put out a technically fine sequel, I'm like there's no way to iterate on this. Death. It's so good. Like by adding more and making it bigger, you've lost the charm of the game. Yeah. Well, I haven't, again, I haven't played either of the – the Batman games, uh-huh. but um, like the Batman melee system is great because yeah. tons of other yes. games have copied it. Yes, that's, that's, that's you know? so true. Yeah. Like that, if it wasn't for Batman, Sleeping Dogs wouldn't be right as great as it that's is. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, like yeah, the point the the stick and push up a context button. Yeah. Um, all right, Bobby, what's our next game? Next up, we have our indie pairing of Braid and Fez. <laughs> that is this is the hardest one so far i'm gonna put this out there i didn't like fez i know you I said, know you don't you said, I, loves I like fez i love braid more too. than braid i think braid over fez 
Here we go. Yep. Oh, here we man. go. I, oh, man. This is a Sophie's Choice right here. I don't know. <laughs> I think mechanically Fez is simpler. But Fez is so much more weird. Fez is so weird. And that and goes I, so far with me. It, I, like, the, like, Fez seems to actively dislike the player and work against you. Yeah. Which I think is... Feeling is mutual. Music is great. You gotta, music you gotta so mess good. with your system clock. Yeah, yep. To do that one thing. Oh. You, like, you need pen and paper to like figure stuff down. You gotta like turn God. your head sideways, yeah. get out your QR code reader on right. your phone. But like once you turn your head sideways, you're like, oh okay, now I know how to do this like one thing, and I have to go back to all these different places and just do that shit again and press a button input. Like but the I, part but I love, but, but, but I love the idea that you just great. walked by all that stuff and didn't know any of it was there. I have a I have a the grail journal of an insane man yeah. with notes for Fez <laughs> talking about owls and shit. And yep. Arcane symbols. It's that's even stuff I miss, like the whole like yeah. story it's trying to tell with those owl statues and stuff. There's just I, what? No, we can talk offline. Okay, I think, but yeah, like people have theorized like all sorts of like how it's about the downfall of a civilization and how like the owl statues move well, around. Same as with you, the like, story go back in different rooms. Yeah, no, Braid is incredible. So this is not. People I'm, have theorized about the story and how it's all about the atomic bomb and yes, like the right. evil of yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is going to splinter off the conversation of, like, the actual technical weirdness and pull out a pen and paper of Fez, but both are very well polished, very totally. well executed, yes. um, and are beloved by different audiences for different reasons. So for me, in the context of this, it's like pull them out and look at them for their place in the larger world yeah, of this. Right. And when you do that... Yeah, that's that's fair. If if we argue in terms of like quality of the game, I'm not going to be able to pick. I think right because they're, so they're both top quality, amazing. right? So you kind of back up and say if you take out kind of the the quality and personal flavor well, of it, it, Braid was so important it, for, yeah. for mm-hmm. business from a business standpoint. No question for like initiating this kind of well, content, yeah, changing like what um, XBLA is right. going to totally offer right because this is before. I mean, I think every indie game that charges less than twenty dollars needs to like point at Braid and say thank you. High five. Yeah. Thank you, Braid. Every game on Steam, every game on PSN. Oh, I don't know about Steam, but definitely everything on every game on Steam. There's not there are not small, and PSN. There are not small indie games. But like people aren't making that. They don't know they could make money anywhere selling a like game with a small team for ten or fifteen bucks before Braid. And that you do not agree with that? I like I, I just don't have the data to agree or disagree. I, mean, I would I would like say not in I would say not in the same way that Braid made things like yeah. present and popular, but I like, mean, I, yeah, I don't think it's as huge as it is now. But I would not be surprised if you went back on Steam before that really? and still found like cheap, smaller games. Yeah, I just I don't know enough about Man, like PC Steam, games in the last Steam, decade to really. It was Steam the visibility. Eight did not look like Steam does now. Oh no, certainly not. But I'm saying there were other PC games that were doing that. But it was the visibility of Xbox Live and having something like the exactly. it, on your TV in your living room. These types of games that you didn't really have access to before, which is where Braid um, came in. So I, I, like I said, I prefer Braid for all different reasons. I think that Braid is an amazing game. I like puzzle platformers, and it was, you know, one of before puzzle platforming got tired. Like it was yes. one of the best examples of puzzle platforming. Um, and so even even my hang-ups about Fez aside, like I can certainly understand why people liked Fez and you know, why, maybe why that's not just a game. It might not be a game for me, 
but I'm, I'm not gonna say it's a bad game. Um, okay, but I still think that Braid is better. On the title screen for Fez, like the words are written like one way, uh-huh. but like they could also be written a different way. That's true. You know? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And on the title Think screen for Braid, that. after you've spent like hours holding down the reverse button, there's a woman tied in bondage oh, that's right. in the sky. That's right. So both are <laughs> <of laughs> title merit. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll go for, I mean, Braid is a more influential <laughs> game. Jay, just think about how much you'd like I'll go with Braid. Yeah. I'll go with Braid. Do we all go with Braid? Yeah. yeah. Right. This makes people angrier. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> we need, I wish there was a loser's bracket. This should be double elimination. Um, next we have Dragon Age Origins and Xenoblade Chronicles. Bobby, you're the only one who played Xenoblade you Chronicles. You are, and I know, right? and as well yeah. received. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I, thought I had some of the most fun this whole generation with Dragon Age Origins. I liked... Yeah, I like Dragon Age Origins. It might be one of the last games of that type that yes, I enjoyed. Total, that sort of really? Bioware one, style RPG. It's one yeah. of the Bioware stopped making that style of game. Period. As like the next Dragon Age couldn't have been further away from it. The Mass Effect games get further and further away did, from it. Did Origins come before or after Mass Effect Two? I think it came before okay. Mass Effect Two. Before, yeah. So I enjoyed Mass Effect Two, and then like kind of nothing else they did. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. Truly is an Age of Dragons. That's weird because Mass Effect 3 is a better game well, than Mass went, Effect 2 is. Oh, no, God, save it for later. Here we go. This is going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> I also went back and played Jade Empire. I was like, oh, you, they've oh making, Jade Empire is really good. They've been making the same game for yeah. a decade. Now. It's like, all right, I'm going to go to this town and get everything. Fair enough. Yeah. That, yeah. So wait, what's Bobby's vote? Um, I will go ahead and say Dragon Age Origins. I mean, I haven't played it, but I will concede to your opinions. I really love Xenoblade Chronicles, obviously. I think it's mm. an awesome game. But I don't know how it stacks up against DAO, so I'm going to say DAO probably will take it. Okay. I haven't played either. Okay, so we'll do Dragon Age. Yep. The origin, origins part of Dragon Age is pretty cool. Oh, so good. Yeah, just like the the, the completely the first, separate yeah, couple the first hours. hour for every like character. That yeah. sounds great. All right. Clash of the Titans. Bioshock Infinite versus Borderlands. There's two Bioshocks oh, in the bracket. I played a lot more Borderlands than Bioshock Infinite. I don't think this is that hard. I'd vote Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, see, I have never found, like, you guys are Borderlands fans. I've never had the appeal of Borderlands to me. I love the first hell person Diablo. out of Infinite. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. And I feel like standing up for it because I feel like it got a real shit rap later on. There's been this thing with the games of the past two years yeah. where like it comes out and everyone's like, yeah, and they find it amazing and gets great I, reviews. And then I, a month later, it's like, that yeah, game's the I worst fucking that piece thing. Of shit. I, I especially <laughs> found it with Bioshock Infinite to be very contrarian. Yeah. And people, yeah. people talk about that game and The Last of Us, which I have both played and enjoyed as like their logical like pairings and they're like, Oh, last of us was, and it, you know, it's better. It's a new franchise and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, take you back to that moment where you beat infinite and think about like, did you enjoy that game experience? Mm -hmm. And people are like, well, you know, I found the combat derivative and repetitive by the time I, that's such bullshit. The combat in that game was really excellent. I wish, I wish the seed was different. I wish we had had Bioshock infinite up against mirror's edge early on. Cause if we're going to have a Bioshock game in, in this bracket, mm. I'd rather it's Infinite. That's interesting. Because I loved, like, Infinite's wow. a great game. I would no. not agree with that. I really enjoyed uh, Infinite. I liked it more than the first Bioshock. It I liked plays it more than Bioshock 2. Uh, okay, yep. But um, 
I don't know if I like it more than Borderlands necessarily. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm with Jay on this one. I liked original Bioshock more than Infinite, which is not saying my. I mean, I I loved Infinite, so it's not like putting it yeah. down or anything. But I do think that the amount of time that we in particular have spent on Borderlands and the unique game that that was, like there there's nothing, there's still nothing else like Borderlands in terms of cooperative drop in drop out stuff like that on the Just console there's the nothing setting there's weird humor the, they have achievements that reference mystery science theater bits yeah. <laughs> like not even straight movies <laughs> jokes from mst which, about movies which achievement is that uh can't we get beyond thunderdome <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> yeah i uh, love borderlands well i i don't want to stop yeah. the train so I'll do an agree to disagree. Borderlands starts on a train. We, let's let's yes. discuss. No, that's Borderlands two. I think Borderlands Borderlands one also starts on a train. No, Borderlands one starts no, on a bus. Starts on a bus. Oh shit! You're right. Okay, right. here's I'm my on. argument for Infinite, and this kind of gets it. Also, why I think Infinite's better than the yeah. Original no, we should shot. absolutely discuss. This. I think the story world, like as far as creating story worlds and narrative in games, I think it is in the very small handful of the most important games of the last generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I look at what video games mean as a medium to me, what's most exciting is the way through which stories are delivered in new yeah. ways. And I think Infinite is critical in that conversation. And um, I don't really care about video game stories so like coming from the opposite perspective, what I love about Borderlands is that it just eschews all of that stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, like there's this thing you're looking for. I don't know, like not really important. We'll just push all this to the side and we'll focus entirely on on the gameplay of it. I want to say pro and con for each. Okay. Infinite is amazing. Again, uh, it's a great setting. <laughs> the writing's good. Pro, it's, it's great. Con. It's weird <laughs> Calm down, Bobby. Remnis. Um, uh, was that? It's the, the whole, you know, multiple dimensions, Sky City, quantum nonsense is... Uh, that's interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not even from the, like, philosophical insight. That's just, like, well, that's a good jumping off point well, for a story. Well, yeah, and even Splinter off like, I can't believe they did it. Like, that game, when yeah. they were like, we're making another Bioshock game. I'm like, that sounds dumb. Yeah. Don't do that. But they found a way to, to do it. <laughs> they, stop. Stop what you're doing. I think you're the, and the Booker's interactions with Elizabeth are great. I think yeah. Elizabeth's a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if we're going to put it in a competition thing, it did stuff that Bioshock did and did it maybe a little better. Um Definitely the the combat and the shooting in Infinite, I think, is better than in Bioshock. Definitely. Um, and it's great that they are able to tie it in with the original Bioshock. But it's yeah. the same type of thing where uh, I think a lot of what makes it great is also stuff that has been done before, just not as well. Borderlands is uh, a game uh, about mechanics, you know? It was like the that game is great because the part where you play that game is fun. The shooting is good. Um, they managed to fit these kind of RPG and character progression elements into it, and so much of it seems accidental. Um, they they managed to find humor in ways that seem kind of genuine mm-hmm. and not forced, which is part of why I didn't like 
Borderlands 2 as much because it right. seems like we're, we're absolutely trying to hit this targeting end. Well, they wanted to have it both ways. Like yeah. They wanted to have a serious narrative with the goofy stuff, and that serious stuff drags it, it down. Yeah. May I make um, an argument? And just, just uh, let, me, let me finish this up and oh, I'll sure. let you go because I don't have a lot left. One of my favorite things in Borderlands is just the graffiti, like um, – you see turtles all the way down, spray painted everywhere. And it's a, such a weird nihilistic thing for these bandits in the desert to have all over their shacks. And it's, <laughs> it's that type of detailed little touch that makes it what is otherwise just running around shooting shit and pulling it, like getting treasure, such a great experience. As a knock against it, it could have been a bit more polished. Bosses suck. Yeah, it's kind the of the same sucks. thing over and over. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. This is where the cars live. Get you one. All right. Progress. Done. So are we good? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> have we said our piece? Can I, Borderlands move on? <laughs> well, I, I will vote for Borderlands. Yeah. I mean, okay. I can't. I would be dishonest not to. And And Bobby, I assume you're the same way. Yes. I want to vote for Borderlands. I could be persuaded to go for Infinite. I yes, could not be persuaded. You guys aren't going to go the other way. Well, that's kind of where I'm, I'm sitting. I, I well, do step feel right like... up to the table of Infinite. So <laughs> let's go back. Uh, no? Okay. Question. No. no I, 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 here's the thing. I will agree to disagree if the three of you well, where, go where, Borderlands. Well, but here's the, where it comes down for me is kind of the same thing as we've discussed before. Um, they're so they're, they're tough to compare because what I like about them from a game perspective is totally different. So then it goes back to what what it's done, you know, kind of outside that generation wise. Borderlands something completely new. Like somebody looked at the Diablo type of game and figured out how to make it a first person shooter. It's the best co op game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, they have brought those kind of RPG and loot collection elements in a way that doesn't overburden. The, the shooting experience, it, it, it doesn't get in the way of it. Bioshock Infinite is pretty damn near flawless, but again, it feels very iterative on what I played in Bioshock. It feels iterative, but here's why it's important for the generation. It combines the important, like I said narrative before, but we got it with Uncharted 2, the whole cinematic experience, mm-hmm. and it integrates that cinematic feel a bit more seamlessly. Um, into its way that it has these moments that feel cinematic, but they aren't, they give you a bit more wiggle room. So you Mm -hmm. feel like you have a hand in it while combining what I would argue was very solid gameplay in the first person shooter with a little plus in, in your powers and you can play, you know, maybe not super creatively, but it gives you a little bit of that. And then also it has the story world that you kind of get in these the Far Cry 3s and the, and the open world sandbox games of the past generation. And it takes kind of the best elements of all those aspects of things that really came through the next generation and plops them down in one very polished package. And it was intelligent in a way yeah. that a lot of games in the past generation wasn't. It didn't talk down to its audience. It didn't tell you how to feel... It, it was smart, and that, you just don't get that experience can, enough. It can we you. remove Bioshock and put Infinite in its place? Um, can we just change the no, bracket? No, the way no, the no, chips no, fell. Shut it down. I, I just love smart games. I love uh-huh. I love games when the end I'm like, ah, you made me think about something for a change. I, I mean, I also love fun games. I, but, so, yeah. in Borderlands is probably in the top three games that I have played the most. 
Oh yeah, yeah. In terms of like for the longest Wait, amount of time. How many mm-hmm. how many points do you have in Borderlands? I have all I have seventeen hundred and fifty points. Jay, Jay how many points do you have in Borderlands? This is Bobby. Listen, <laughs> I agree. I tree. agree with you that Borderlands is a better game. This is a very poor argument, Bobby. Bobby, if you <laughs> reference the matching tattoos that we all got, <laughs> yeah, Club seventeen fifty. I'm I'm just saying the think about I the also, amount of time you've put into Borderlands. That's it's not the completion factor, but it's it was the desire to play this game and continue Christ, playing this we game. Did, we did go all the way through Moxie. We did. Yeah. We did it. Okay, but is that a strike against Borderlands? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I mean, w- my argument would be that uh, regarding like the the story stuff, it was great that Bioshock Infinite was able to pull off pull off this interesting t- uh, multiple universes story. But I don't know if Bioshock, like if it, you had to make a video game to tell that story, like you could have done a movie, you could have done a book, and it still would have been an interesting plot. Um, but it did not wow me in the exact same way. I don't know. I disagree with that. I disagree. I with think that. that's what made it so strong. I, I completely yeah, think you, that you controlling you the character. controlling the character and making choices that it was all it was about choice. It was about decision. It was about like accepting fate. And I think a lot yeah. of it had to do with the fact that you were moving that character through. Uh, yeah, and I like that where other games give you the illusion of choice or like false like you know left trigger, right trigger, blue, red choices. Like that's why Mass Effect kind of ended up being a little bit of a bummer at the end. Um, Bioshock Infinite never like gives you that illusion of control, which I kind of like. Like you're going through. Bioshock Infinite has um, Beach Boys Barbershop. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but Border- yeah, but Borderlands has Claptrap. I don't know. Like combine the two. Oh, oh. The, I'm so sorry. There's a cat on the roof looking at me. I can't podcast while you're looking at me. It's the infinite cat. There was no cat. In the, yeah, there no. I, there. I saw another cat, and then the same cat passed by again. Um, <sighs> is there? If I just said Borderlands, yes, we're moving on. Is there anyone who would say no? We can't do that. All right. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's just because I. Uh... <laughs> I really, I really liked Infinite. I just, I don't have anything like I, yeah, yeah. I don't like I said, Bioshock Infinite is basically a flawless video game. Like I want to say Borderlands, but I feel bad doing it. I know, me too. It, it's, but, it happens, and I feel like I'm letting the world down by letting this. <laughs> that's, that's Adam, Adam, you just, Do you just need to play to disagree. Wait, what, Bobby? You just need to play some Borderlands with us. I think then you'll get it. Then I'll understand. The, it. Yeah. That's where it comes on for me. Like, if, if we're talking which is a, a better game, I don't know if I can answer that question. But again, in terms of my personal experience, it, it's it's probably got to be Borderlands. Plus the the uniqueness, the influence of it. You know, it also seems like Borderlands is doing something really, really special. Well, let, let's all say it together. Let let's let's agree. <laughs> okay. Let's. Agree. No, I'm saying it with you. Let's, right, let's, let's agree, agree to agree to disagree. No, 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 <laughs> no. We're not doing that. We all need to. We all need to move on. Borderlands. Right. Borderlands. Mirror's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> Push Borderlands. Go. Just do it. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Metal Gear Solid Four versus Geometry Wars. Borderlands. 
<laughs> we'll write down Borderlands again. I have no problem. Can you put Borderlands there and then go back and put Infinite in the this other is, one? This sucks because both of those games are better than both of these games. Yeah. I actually never played Metal Gear Solid 4. Nor have I. I've played maybe five minutes of Geometry Wars. I think Geometry Wars was great. I've, I've only played Geometry Wars. I'll so. go with whatever you guys say. Bobby, have you played much Metal Gear Solid 4? I have a couple, four or five hours of it. But okay, I would it's still gotta be Geometry Wars because none of us made an effort to play. Yeah, Metal I would still vote for yeah. Geometry right. Wars. Geometry right? is okay. Trigonometry Wars. Next oh, up, man. how do I how do I tell Ken Levine Geometry Wars <laughs> has <laughs> made, made it to round two? Well, I mean, he's got one game. He's got Bioshock in there. He's going to be over at like yeah. two o'clock today. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, Bobby, read these games. All right. So, if there's anything that we are experts in, it is online. Big competitive games. MOBA games. MOBAs. So we have Dota 2 up mm-hmm. against League of Legends. Both important. Um, I mean, I'd say League because I think my brother plays it. <laughs> uh, have I'm any of us Dota played any of these games? I, like, I think League of Legends business model is shitty. I don't well, like Okay, I, I, let's expand on that because we need some criteria. <laughs> no, okay. here. What's the league? Has, so, has, anybody, has anybody played either of these games? No. No. no okay, I've never played either one. <laughs> Just but I sure. think we need to examine this from a cultural standpoint. Sure. Yeah. So these are both free to play games. Yeah. <clears throat> Dota 2 monetizes by charging for cosmetic items. Uh-huh. Um, and League monetizes league, by. League monetizes by not giving you access to all of the characters at one time. Okay. So you have access to this is a way i understand you have access to a subset of characters that rotates on like a monthly or so basis now are we should we factor in at all the controversy regarding valve using what could be regarded as blizzard intellectual oh, like property them totally stealing yeah. their game they did yeah okay. i don't have any problems and also that. no, that's fine. Tied. i actually i'm like um while my first instinct was like man that's a mean thing to do valve mm-hmm. blizzard didn't want to make that game yeah. So well, it's, that's, it's, but that, yeah. that's not a legal defense. <laughs> no, it's not a legal defense. No. Well, I, don't, I don't give a shit. These are big corporations. Um, J. Ford Esquire. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it seems like that was a really good idea. You should, totally should have made that game, guys. Whoops. League of Legends came out four years before Dota 2, and Dota yeah, 2 that, basically does the same thing. And that, So actually that is an interesting story with League of Legends mm-hmm. where – and again, I only know kind of the loose uh, story here. This is, game came out as a full retail product. Yeah. Um, did not do that well. The mm-hmm. game was kind of retinkered and became a free-to-play game and now it is wildly popular and financially successful. Right, like so, League of Legends – that's the print that sucks because okay. free-to-play is terrible. League of Legends was designed by the dude what made – like worked on the original Dota mod. So they're like, okay, maybe we can make this actually a full company right. and a full right. official game. I mean, whatever we choose, it's not going past the next. Geometry round. Wars is going to beat it. Yeah. Oh, for the love of God. This is goddamn. I, um, I don't I'm, like that people call League of Legends lol, though. Then I think Dota 2. No. Okay. I just, fine. I just would ask the easy question of which has had more of a impact in the. League, World League of Legends, League of Legends. Right. League of Legends. It's the idea of harsh. like you know competitive gaming and looking at that as an industry. I feel like there's something to be said for League of Legends oh, in that regard. People do call it lol, but yeah. <laughs> who gives a shit? The bottom yeah. line is they also call it league, like, which is better. I know, they do. Yeah. All right, well, you know what I mean? Well, like, if as far as a competitive game, right. if they're basically the same game and one came out years and years ago, let's give it to the first one. I agree. All right, League of Legends. Yeah, okay. League. Wait, was Bobby saying something? No, I was agreeing. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Portal 2 uh-huh. versus Deadly Premonition. 
God. Who made this list? The Bioshock <laughs> Infinite. Yes. Portal 2. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've watched people play part of Deadly Premonition. I watched them play all of Deadly Premonition, and it really reinforced that I do not want to play Deadly yeah, Premonition. Oh, I, and I think we should draw a line here. There's a difference between a game that is good and, and a video series that is good. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that totally. Yeah. All right, Bobby. Um, we have StarCraft II, Wings of Liberty, and Civ Five. I, these are both excellent games. Okay, I've not played either. I've yeah, not played either. I. Jay, you get to decide. Oh, man. I'll say I like Civilization Two better than StarCraft I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to go use the gentleman's room okay. while you figure this out. Okay. Uh, Civilization Five. Okay. Well, well better. no time to pee. Okay. <laughs> we can take a break after the first round. Yeah. Mass Effect Two versus Crusader Kings Two. Has anybody played Crusader Kings Two? Nope. Nope. To be fair, it looks kind of interesting, but Mass Effect Two is great. Thank you. Mass Effect 2. We're blazing. Bobby. Burnout Paradise. Forza Motorsport 3. Um, I don't like Burnout Paradise. Um, Forza Motorsport 3. I wanted to like it so much. the best racing game I've ever played. 3 3 is great. It fixed a lot of the kind of progression and um, car unlocking issues with 2. Yes. 3 might be the best in the series. Absolutely. It is. uh, Totally. (laughs) The best I've played. 4 is very good, but it's just three again yeah. it lo- it's like yeah. hey what if we made three look a little bit better and made the menus prettier yeah three's three's great burnout Agreed. paradise is all right burnout paradise i really wanted to like it yeah and then it i wanted like, to like it too i loved the, I just, the burnout series yeah and i just couldn't continue playing it i was just they, like i'm not having fun they, yeah that's the, a, i thought the open world stuff got in the way of me getting to the next race again yeah, like that i just want to go race getting into to the race challenge go 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 yeah it was pretty. Yeah, yeah. For a game early good. on in the consoles, and like I, it was. And their DLC strategy was really interesting. I generally yep. don't like arcade racers. Okay. Hey, this is a bad matchup. They should have put Paradise against Need for Speed something or other, and Forza against uh, GT or Bioshock something. That's true. Although yeah. I don't even think any of those games made it. So I wonder if that somebody already did that in their head yeah. and yeah. were like, "Let's pick the best arcade That's racer right, and let's just pick Need the best for speed simulation." Is garbage. Totally. I've tried to like that series. Several times, no. and I don't ever like it. That car, those cars drive horribly. No, nope. it's they the suck. worst. Bobby. Oh yeah, Forza Forza Three. Okay. Great. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. It's kind of a bummer that no one's been able to pull off open world racing because I don't like Forza Horizon either. I don't like Forza Horizon very much either. I've, I played the demo. I feel like Horizon would have been better if they didn't make it arcadey. Right. If they had absolutely kept the Forza yeah. engine in, like the driving model. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood versus Bayonetta. Okay. <laughs> Brotherhood is the one in Rome, yes? Yeah, that is the second of the SEO games. I haven't played Bayonetta. I thought Bayonetta is fun. Okay. I didn't like Bayonetta. I thought Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is incredible. I mean, Brotherhood's... It is... It's weird. It is the best Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. For... Four, four might be better. Okay. But. Well, I'll, I'll say this. But four is not of. I got the sequence generation. 10 and four and stopped playing it because I was bored. Okay. I did, I did finish Brotherhood. But it's hard because I hadn't played as many Assassin's Creed as when I played Brotherhood. Brotherhood introduces team stuff, I guess. Yeah. The fact that you're going to have a pack of guys running with you, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, and you can send them out on missions and stuff. Um, the actual what you're doing in the game. 
Well, okay, whatever. We're not going to advance Bayonetta. Are we? Right. No, no, no. So we're, do, we're, yeah, we're done here. Brother, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. It's just a weird Assassin's Creed to pick, I feel. No, what, why? Which one would you have picked? Two? I mean, if you're only going to have one on there, I don't know if, I, if I'd do Brotherhood. Revelations? No. The one for the Vita. Between, all right, so four is not of that generation. The Facebook so game. One, two, Brotherhood. Revelations are three. I think we say four yeah, is four is yeah, of the no, generation. Four is a four is yeah, a current generation Hitman, game that's been upscaled. If you can call Hitman Blood Money, good point. Yeah, I don't know if I would have called Hitman Blood Money well, no, this generation. This, but you don't get the thing that hey, you pulled off the internet. I've played more of <laughs> Assassin's Creed Four on my PlayStation Three than you have on your. That's oh, true. There you go. <laughs> All right. uh, whatever. Moving on. Which means that next up we have Halo Three. Gears of War 3. That's hard. So I can't... I like, only played... A, my house, right? I did? That's the one we did co-op through, isn't yes. it? Yes. Okay. I haven't played Gears of War 3. I, I really liked Gears of War 3. I might go... This is a weird Halo to pick. Yeah. I would have picked Reach. Yes. The best Halo. Reach is better than Gears of War 3, but Gears of War 3 is better than Halo 3. You know, one day we should write our own brackets for these things. No, nope. yeah, we should do it. That'd be <laughs> fun. I feel like we get a better show. Geometry Wars this versus Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Geometry Wars. Nuts and Bolts oh. versus Assassin's Creed Revelations. Assassin's Creed Revelations. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> uh, we'll call it the easy sad bracket. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's tough. This is really tough. In general, I like Halo as a series. I but do. I, I like the Halo series more than the Gear series. Yeah, but also I like Reach and ODST more than th- three, three or four. Yeah. Can we substitute Halo Two? No, it that's, doesn't. It that's doesn't that's make any difference for me. We substitute. I played it on my Xbox 360. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, then let's just, let's put Ms. Pac-Man. In here. <laughs> Put that on my. But I don't. I don't really like Gears of War. Let's put DVDs. Okay. As a general thing, <laughs> where, where, where do you guys? I defer on. Okay, Bobby. I mean, I only play the tiniest bit of Gears Three, so I'm. God. Gears Three is an interesting example of the games on this list where mm-hmm. there seems to be a trend of we make a game, yeah. then the next game is better, and then we punt the third one. Yep. Gears, I liked Halo Three a bunch, but so if I was going to say that about. Yeah, I guess that's true. Halo kind of breaks it since they it didn't start this generation. Yeah, but it's you know, a weird Halo to pick. It is a weird. It is a weird Halo to pick. Um, Gears broke it in that one came out and was pretty good. Two fixed some things and broke some things. Like it was really dark. They were extremely poor paced. Um, Gears three introduced you know like four player local co op. It looks incredible. The environments are really varied. The guns are really varied. Um, I, I like. I also like the Halo series better than Gears of War, actually, by quite a bit. Um, yeah, the Gears of War three multiplayer is really, really broad. Like the different mode, like the horde mode stuff they introduce is really fun. Um, yeah, like, it's it's like between these two games, I feel a little weird. But but Gears of War three is a much more interesting game than than Halo. When well, I think Gears as a series is sorry is sorry. pretty um important for this generation in terms of just you know active reload yes cover base shooter yeah um, the screen turning red and then fading yeah, as you get hit heavy vignetting vignetting yeah yeah touching your ear and talking uh, which are i mean they're not all trends that are good right but it's an influential series but i mean three isn't the best 
example of that because it comes at <laughs> Gears, Gears of War 3 is absolutely yeah. the best in the series. But, but I mean, um, if, if, you wanted, if, if you wanted to talk up the merits of it, it's like, well, I don't really like playing this game, but I think it's important for the generation. Mm-hmm. The one you would pick is the first Gears of War because that's the one that oh, okay. blows yeah. all that stuff but up. I like playing Gears of War. Yeah. Gears of War is defi- 3 is definitely the best playing okay. Gears of War game. Yeah, and it's like you. I like Halo a lot better than I like Gears, but I, this is not my favorite Halo. Yes, I yeah. can't even argue intelligently this, about it. If like, this was if this was Halo Reach, yeah. this conversation would be done. Agreed. So, but it's not. So, so I'm. I would uh, uh, looking at these three games. I like Gears of War three. I would. I, not only do I think it's a, a more important game, I like. I think it plays better than Halo okay. three does. I will defer to that judgment. Yeah, okay, I'm that's sure. a, a little weird. Yeah. Um, next, we have Super Mario Galaxy and Super Meat Boy. Super Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Bobby? I'm the only person in the world who doesn't really like Galaxy, but I I, I cannot make an argument for Super Meat Boy over it. Yeah. Super Mario Galaxy, moving on. I need to play that again. You should. It's, Maybe it's something was wrong of, in my life. It is one of the best Mario games ever. Ever. Fable 2. Rock band. Rock band. Rock band. R- rock band. Why are these? <laughs> yeah, what? This is the worst pairing so far. Oh this makes God. no sense. Did they like come out on the same day or something? Fine. It's yeah. Not good. Hey, if you can get it for super cheap, it's fun to fart at people. Sure. Yeah. I played the crap out of Fable 2. I, don't, you, I think you're copy, actually. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've played Fable 2 and I've played Fable 3. I have Fable 3 because it was free. Yeah. They're not great games. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> another pairing: Fallout Three, okay, versus Just Cause Two. <laughs> oh, this is weird, but I think we can actually talk about these because okay. they're both interesting but flawed in some totally. ways. I really love Fallout. Fallout Two is one of my favorite games ever. Okay. I've played that game over and over. I like Fallout Three because it meant Fallout's back. Yes. Fallout 3 is very different, you know? Um, like, Fallout New Vegas is a better Fallout game than Fallout 3 is. In terms of being yes, closer is. to yes. what Fallout used to be. I mean, they change a lot of stuff. There's a lot of technical issues with 3. But it's a great game. Played a ton of it. Yeah, it plays really well. Like, the story was yeah. terrible. Um, some of the side stuff was a lot of fun. Yeah. But... Um, Just Cause 2. Uh, they fixed a lot of stuff that was straight up broken in Just Cause 1. It's fun to go around and mess with stuff, do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. In game, it's super boring and super repetitive. And and it's like the, the Far Cry problem where if you get stranded out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have a vehicle to get back and like nothing really to like hookshot yeah. onto or whatever it is, then it just takes forever to get yeah. anywhere. And like it, it punishes you for exploring in that reason. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I Fallout 3 probably. I mean, I love Fallout 3. I would say Fallout 3. Fall, Fallout 3 got me to play a type of game that at that time I did not think I had any interest in playing. And I went out and bought it, you know, day one. So I give it a lot of credit. I would say Fallout 3. Okay. I like Just Cause 2 better, but Fallout 3 is the better game. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Means up, next up, we have The Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings, and Deus Ex Human Revolution, uh, a.k.a. So, the Jimmy Bracket. 
I played the. Wait, am I the only one who's played both of these? I, I have not played The Witcher Two, but okay. I own it and would like to play it. Okay. I have played a fair amount of Deus Ex: Human Revolution, and I did not like it. I have been Human Revolution, and I've played a good amount of Witcher Two. Um, I really like the Witcher universe. Uh-huh. I've read many of the Witcher books. Oh, the Witcherverse. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me recommend them, especially <laughs> especially the first one. The short story collection is really good. Like if you have any interest at all in um, fantasy, mm. you should read that book. It's great. Um, and then the the first book in like the trilogy is pretty good, and the second book in the trilogy is all right. Right. Um, my problem with The Witcher Two is I played it at a time post my like disenchantment with Bioware style RPGs. And that is absolutely what it is. Um, it is very well done. It's you know kind of more mature, I want to say, in terms of like the themes, but also in terms of like the gratuitous nudity and violence. Okay. Oh man. Um. But it, I mean, it's the same type of thing. Like, okay, I'm here in this town. I'm going to talk to everyone in this town. Get all these quests. Oh clear this shit out. Um. And so at the time I played it, I was just kind of not in the mood to play more of it. Um, but if you like those types of games, it is, it is probably one of the better um, examples of it. Yeah, if I had a computer to run it, I would totally play it because I also own it on it's Steam. On, it's on 360. Yeah, I well, I, that 360. One. I own it already, so. Oh. Um, Human Revolution is weird. Human Revolution has a lot of problems, I feel. Especially in its um, boss fights, it's a weird game. I mean, they they brought back Deus Ex and it was good, like yeah. probably better than you had any right to expect. Um, this is hard. Does, what is, does anyone else have any opinion? I don't. On this? I don't have a strong opinion. I know that my no I know that my dislike of Deus Ex Human Revolution is odd. Okay. Well, wait. Expand on that because that's <laughs> um, what's wrong with Deus Ex. Let's uh, argue against. I found it to be unfairly difficult. Yeah. Like I found it. Um, so it's impossible to just like go straight out combat by design and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I found it also like super, super hard to sneak and was really like punishing if you screwed up even a little bit. That's yeah. one of the things I liked about uh, Dishonored in terms of a stealth game that mm-hmm. rewards you for being stealthy and it's difficult but very possible to do stealth. But if you, screw up the game is still fun and possible to progress yeah and i did not like that structure in, in yeah human revolution. And the, I, I think that's the biggest um problem with human revolution is that um the boss missions basically require you to be spec for combat and there's no right. other reason to do that because mm. fighting your way through the game is not that fun or that viable um so for 90% of the game, you want to be stealthy, you want to be a hacker and all this stuff. Yeah. And then you fight a boss and it's like, okay, well, you really you need, have to fight. You need upgraded armor. You, you better hope your guns are good. Okay. That stuff was just not fun at all. But at the same time, I did not finish The Witcher 2. I got right. bored and uh-huh. stopped. There's no nudity in human revolution that I'm aware of. So Witcher 2 probably wins, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, I would, I would, I would probably say Witcher too. I'm fine with that. Move it on. Yeah. Next, we have The Walking Dead season one versus Alan Wake. 
This is the J category. Yeah. Um, you love both of these. I, yeah, The Walking Dead is a better game, but uh, I freaking adore Alan Wake. Really? Oh, I thought it was outstanding. I mean, you don't like you didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. See, that, that's to me that blows my mind. If any, if there's complaints to be uh, railed against that game, is it goes on a little too long, and then I got a little bit tired of the the combat. There's not enough types of enemies, and it's always shine your flashlight on them, shoot them, shoot them. Right. That's why. But but man, I like had a lot of fun with that. They like ramped up the difficulty to a point in that game where they start. They do introduce a couple new types of guys. Um, uh, they introduce like more and more guys, and they make the battlefields bigger and stuff. I love the atmosphere and the story and stuff. I like the Max Payne stuff a lot too. So, so out of those two, much. would you pick Alan Wake? No, I pick Walking Dead. Walking okay. Dead is a better yeah. game, but I'm but I'm sad that we have to get rid of it at this point because it would have be, for me beaten quite a bit a few other games. I mean, Walking Dead is so impressive. I mean, we'll we'll talk about. I only it. played the first chapter. And it's yeah. so tense, so amazing. Yeah. All right, so we'll just put the Walking Dead season one. Is Bobby down with that? Do we get quorum? Yeah, that's right, fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. <clears throat> Tip of the hat to Alan Wake. Yep. All right, Bobby, what's next? Tip of the flashlight. Uh, uh, Saints Row the Third, Asura's Wrath. Oh, that's really, that's actually really hard. Super yeah. weird games. In terms of games that are amazing, but also <laughs> fairly broken. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Do we just, do we do a vote real quick and see what happens? Okay. I, like, I don't know how I would vote. I need to, yeah. I, I would vote Azura's Wrath. I would vote Saints Row. I would vote Sura's Wrath. I, I don't know. <laughs> Saints Row the Third is a super in terms excellent. of game of the generation. Sura's Wrath is a cool comic book. Yep. As a game, is not that fun. I, see, I disagree. The the the, like, the fun parts of it are fun. just like, oh shit! Now this guy's bigger than the moon. Uh, when it's just like like when all the A buttons appear on the screen, you have to that, sit there and that stuff is fun. But I mean, like it, that helps ratchet up your tension, kind of like, like in a in a physical no, way. That stuff is good. I don't like later on where it's like, okay, now we're going to fight this guy, and it's like a kind of sort of crappy fighting game until I get my burst up. Mm. Like they're okay. There yeah, are parts in Asura's Raft, that you are, are not bursting. <laughs> yeah, that's those a- game that part is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, the, the part of the game where it's just like a regular beat em up is not as good. But you have to have something to build up to the burst because when you're fighting, you're not trying to beat the guy; you're but trying they, to build your yeah, burst. But they should have done that better because okay. it's like okay, burst. The uh, the presentation is cool. The commercial breaks are great. Yeah. Oh my the, god. So the the voiceover lady who's like next time on Asura's Wrath, and the fact that. Every, like the next time on Asura's Wrath is always like Asura gets really angry and unleashes his wrath. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Saints Row is great. I think. Well, here's the thing. I think that the back ha- back third of Saints Row the Third is one of the best games I've played this generation. The front two thirds of Saints Row the Third are fine. All right. I think they are. That is an okay open world game. You're saying that even though like the second mission in Saints Row the Third has you breaking into a national guard post to like launch drone missiles at people yes. and you then steal a plane <laughs> and parachute through it uh-huh. to fight people. Yeah. That is the part of the game yeah. that is just okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're right. The, the first couple of missions are pretty good. Yeah. But then they really like after those first two or three missions roll back to, Hey, here's some side quest stuff that you don't want to do. We're going to make you do it once. 
Um, the combat's not fun until you upgrade your guns. Yeah. Um, the the missions are uh, okay, but but not. Um, they don't distinguish themselves from other open world stuff. So, like, well, I don't really think they're oh, bad. I felt like I'd done it before. I'll say um, all the side stuff. I didn't have a problem with doing any of it once. Like, there was none of it that I disliked so much. And I'm like, I can't just. I'm fine doing it like once. Most of them I went back and did again. The Guardian mm-hmm. Angel so, Helicopter. Um, but I didn't think any of the like the side stuff that you're forced to do is so bad that I resented having to do it. I would agree with that. Um, I think Saints Row. It was so shocking. Uh huh. Then like Saints Row Three is a coming out. B is pretty is, good. Is worth playing, right? <laughs> yeah. And I th- and C goes in an entirely different direction. Yeah, it, I think it's important in terms of what it did for like open world crime games. Because I've said it before, like before GTA Five came out, I had no idea what they were going to do because hmm. I thought Saints Row had cornered like insane, crazy shit, and Sleeping Dogs had done like serious much better than GTA Four did. Hmm. So I'm like, I don't know what the middle ground for GTA Five to do was. Um, I think it's definitely an important game in terms of sketching that out. Like you're right, the combat is not. Um, the combat takes time to get to a point it, where it's fine, and when it does get fine, it yeah. gets really fun. But you, like, you have to know. All right, this is the pistol I'm going to upgrade so that I have double yes. exploding pistols. Totally. Yep. Fairly early on, though, you get those hover jets with lasers. Yeah. All right. You know? Which is a pretty fantastic vehicle. One of the best open-world vehicles of this generation. Yes. Uh, You know what? You're right. That's only some of the hover (laughs) vehicles you get. Yeah. (laughs) There are multiple hover vehicles. The the thing about Saints Row the Third that is awesome is that once you you get, you know, access to, you know, the the VTOL jet, it's like, no, you're supposed to use that. Like, you... You can just use that as if it were any other vehicle in the game. Like take yeah. it, take it to a mission and like yes. kill everyone yeah. using I'm it. Just sure. go for it. I actually, I mean, we can talk. So like, open world games have been kind of weird this generation. Like yeah. you had GTA Four come out very deliberately saying like we are we have made a choice and our choice is serious. Yeah. Um. Then you have Saints Row come out, which says like, nope, fuck that. Totally the opposite way. Like we were sort of building on it with one and two, but let's go totally bananas to the wall. And, and then it continues down that trajectory with yeah. four. Um, then you've got like, you know, Red Dead being, you know, very, very serious as well, almost even more so than GTA 4. There's some, some wackiness, and but like the high points of three, or like the, the things people have focused on are like to the exclusion of the other great things in that game. Yeah, because it's like, oh, what are we gonna talk about with Saints Row Three? Deckers die, and then like the um, the Kanye West like skydiving thing, but that ignores Murder Brawl, the the wrestling mission. God, you know what? And then and then you got me. The wrestling mission is pretty good. When you're going up like the Statue of Liberty, and it starts playing, I need a hero. Okay, all right. Okay. What about gangsters? Gangsters on Mars? Yeah. 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 What is our other choice here? It's a pretty incredible. Azura's I changed Wrath. My vote. Azura's Wrath. Oh, I, got, I have to go Saints Row. Oh, man. I'm changing my vote. Yay! Yay! I'll, go, I'll, go Saints Row, I'll go Saints Row the third. See, I, I haven't played Azura's Wrath. Oh, you should. It's incredible. But I played the yeah. shit out of Saints Row 3. I'm very so I have no leg to stand on, but I'm glad you managed to convince yourselves yeah. Saints Row opposite great. your original votes. At any time you want, you can hit um, right bumper 
and like punch or whatever, and you will do like the Rey Mysterio. I'm going to swing around <laughs> this right. guy's neck and body and slam throw him, him to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's a magical game. Uh, the Last of Us versus Infamous. I've not played Infamous, but I thought The Last of Us was incredible. I don't know. You guys have played. I, I haven't played I've played a uh, level. Which isn't very. Well, that is a game that that holds its cards pretty close to its chest until the end, yeah. and not in not in the same way where, like, the missions get interesting or something. But it's like a the, the end of that game colors the story for the rest of like the the game you've already played. Right. So it like at, like brings value to that stuff. I've I've seen it. Yeah, being, I really we're not doing spoilers no. here on, but yeah, the endings the um. The music in the TV commercial for Last of Us is pretty good. The music's incredible. <laughs> I would, I would, I, have I would advance it on that alone. Okay, Bobby. I think Infamous is actually pretty good. I, a, a more interesting argument would have been Saints Row the Third versus Infamous in terms of open world games oh, here. Oh sure. Yeah, um, you know, I Infamous did open world kind of goofy in a way that, like, in the, the same way that Saints Row the Third did. So it is certainly more cartoony. Like even the way the the characters are animated when they're running kind of reminds me of like older GTA games. Um, your superpowers are kind of badass. The only knock I have against it is that the open world stuff in it is a little repetitive. Like and when you have to go into a district and restore power to it, like that is a part of the game where it drags a bit. Um, but I think you know it's a ton of fun to play. It does the like we can you know, bound up huge buildings and climb up things really fast and, you know, explore the city that kind of way, uh, extraordinarily well. So I've not played the last of us, but I really like infamous. So I would give that a vote. You would vote for infamous. Yeah. But that's only cause I haven't played the last of us. So I don't know. I would say it's a good game. It's worth considering, but if the vote is the last of us, then I wouldn't be okay with that. It's kind of between you two because we haven't. I mean, I feel yeah, like just I, on behalf of video games as a whole, yeah. The the last, <laughs> the last of, of us, the last is, of us is very <laughs> difficult to talk about without like getting into like major spoiler type territory. And if we need to get there, I guess we can get there. But the I don't know the the things that you do. There, so there's a lot of of video games where so let's go back to what were some of the criticisms of Bioshock Infinite they're like why do you need to have this like wildly crazy violent video game next to this story like i, I don't agree with that that mm-hmm. argument cuz i thought it was you know fine but they're like that kind of like doesn't make sense like you're kind of are alternating between that um the last of us addresses that really 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 directly mm-hmm. um and integrates it into the story and the experience in a really impressive um Way no, The Last of Us just seems like the kind of game that takes everything of the generation and and bundles it together to make an, a really incredible yep piece that makes it extremely important. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd be fine saying The Last of Us. That's- okay, then oh. I'm going to type right. The Last of Us yep. on the sheet. All right, Bobby. Heavy rain. Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. I would vote Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick. Sure, Ghost Trick. Oh my god. <laughs> Ghost Trick is awesome. I love I love when that happens. <laughs> um Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare versus Dead Space. Oh. Um I like Dead Space better. I might like Modern Warfare better. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I liked I liked Call of Duty 4. Yeah. <sighs> 
so I like Dead Space better, but I think Call of Duty Four is more of a game of the generation. I agree. Well, that, that I agree that, with what Bob that I, said. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But but hold on, we are picking the bracket. If more of us like to play Dead Space better, well, I like to play. <laughs> you Call do. Of Duty you 4 do like better. to play. But but I heard the other everybody else say. Yeah. I couldn't get past the like shoot the asteroids part. That in part Dead was Space. not very fun. Yeah, I played that for like an hour. I'm like, I'm done with this game. <laughs> Goodbye, Astro. Yep. Yeah. Which is a bummer because that's like pretty deep into the game. So too. it depends on what it is. I mean, Call of Duty 4 is one of the most important games of the generation yes. in terms of multiplayer structure. Yeah. I mean, that's just like crazy. Think, yeah, to the degree alone like, it that kind I feel of, like my it vote kind of there. broke it in yeah, that yeah. nobody else has iterated on it. And that game is old now. Hey, do yep. you like perks? <laughs> well, <laughs> did, 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 no. Well, but <laughs> did you like perks? Yeah, sure. <laughs> do you like, like perks? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go Call of Duty 4. I think it's the right answer here. I mean, there's so many amazing moments all, in Call of Duty 4. Yep. That's a good mission. If this were, Call of Duty 4 is good. When you're in the, 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 the AC-130 shooting at those guys, that's pretty cool. I agree. It's a good game. Sneaking, right. sneaking through Russia and sniping. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Yeah, um, Call of Duty 4. Yeah. Excellent. Call of Duty 4. All right. Bobby, read them. We have a journey in the little big planet. Journey is much better. Journey is much journey. better. Oh, yeah, Journey. I was trying to think what he wants. Journey. Uh, the Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim versus Left 4 Dead. Uh, Skyrim, Skyrim is way better. Yeah. yeah. Left 4 Dead. Shut up, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. All right, last, last matchup. Here we go. This could take some time. Okay. Oh, no. oh, boy. Grand Theft Auto V, Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> of course. Oh, of course, of course, of course. That's really mean for them to put those two that next to each other. sucks. All right. Do you want to take an initial vote? Grand Theft Auto Five is a better game. Sleeping Dogs. Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five. But Sleeping Dogs Sleeping is dogs. better than so many of the Sleeping, other games sleep. that are on this list. I know. So I know. It is one I of know. the most fantastic games of this generation. I agree. But Grand Theft Auto Five moves on. I haven't played enough Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five is my Borderlands. I have played so much of it that I think I lose a piece of myself as a human being if I don't <laughs> filibuster for it. <laughs> Which is insane considering how much Sleeping Dogs you've also played. Uh, yes. Okay, so both of them <laughs> have been played to the maximum possibility. Couldn't we just play. put any open world game there and I, that would be true? <laughs> true. I, I have a problem. Disappointed that there was no Sleeping Dogs soundtrack available, started mm. to go and buy singles. <laughs> so good. Everything about Sleeping Dogs, <laughs> as far as realizing an uh, open world sandbox yeah. game, is, is fantastic. But GTA V is just too important to this generation. The, since we last podcasted, I finished I GTA Five. By the way, you beat yeah, it, Bobby. I beat it. Yeah, so we can talk. I mean, we 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 the, can. The GPS in Sleeping Dogs is better than GTA Five. True, yeah. that's true. GPS in Saints Row the Third is phenomenal. That's yeah. true. Better that than is, both. That is, yeah. yeah, that is. So better we're saying there are, there are a lot of games. <laughs> GPS of the generation. <laughs> the the mission design in Grand Theft Auto Five, I think, is the best of any open world game I've ever played. Uh, can you do the touch of death in Grand Theft Auto V? No, you cannot. All right. I, I think the mission... I also, <laughs> the melee combat is excellent. I like yeah, the way they dogs. integrated story into mission in Sleeping Dogs, though. I thought there was some really mm-hmm. great... Yeah. You know? Like, oh, it's the wedding mission. And now a lot of the missions felt very much like yeah. scenes from a movie. Totally. As yeah. opposed to GTA, where they felt like missions. I'm not arguing I'm half Sleeping yeah. Dogs. There's no <laughs> way. I mean, yeah, Sleeping Dogs is great at capturing like hey this is 
Hong Kong action movie. Yeah, the it's feel, fantastic. They they both did a very good feel of the city, but but I, I think I said before, like Grand Theft Auto Five feels big. Yes. Yeah. Sleeping Dogs is kind of small. Sleeping Dogs feels small, but it feels detailed and wonderful. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have no arguments against Sleeping Dogs. I think it's an an incredible game. Yeah. Uh, Geometry Wars moved on. Eminence Front yeah. is in. Geometry Wars is fantastic. It I don't is. know if you know who I'm talking about. But I just keep thinking about it when Eminence Front like happened. is also in San Andreas, which is where GTA V takes place. Mm-hmm. So there goes that. I think GTA V is phenomenal. I mean, I think on the last podcast, I may have complained a bit about GTA V, mm-hmm. but I came back around 100% full circle. Yep. Love that game. So. I love in Sleeping Dogs when you go into a store and don't buy anything. The the owners are just furious with you. <laughs> I love in GTA like Five. You walk in and they're just like, "Oh, what can we do for you, sir? Get out! Don't waste my time." <laughs> GTA Five. Trevor wakes up drunk in a dress on top of a mountain. Yep, that's that's okay. that's the best when you yeah when you uh, switch characters and they're just doing random yeah. shit. Trevor has so many good moments where, where Trevor has tied somebody up under a bridge and is yelling at them, and yeah. then you just get. Control of him, and you leave that person there, and the tide will come in. <laughs> yes, the tide right? will come. It's in. amazing. Yep, oh. I've had shootouts <laughs> right. under that bridge where the tide is coming in around me to the point where I can't fire my gun, and it's like, damn, guys. Yep, good job. <laughs> I guess GTA Five. All right, all right. But but let's can we have a, a moment of silence for Sleeping Dogs? Sure, great. That was good. <laughs> really really brief moment. Right. Sleeping Dogs had no right being a good game after no, totally. what the hell happened yep. with that that uh, I've, development. I've played true crime games. They're awful. Yeah. Oh yeah, the true yeah. The old like Again, I mean you're, it, it owes a little bit to, to Batman because I think that's part of the reason that combat is so good in Sleeping Dogs. It's just it's it's well done. It's and, got that um that one guy who's in everything, that one character actor. He played. He's like the big triad boss at the oh, wedding. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the stuff near the like, end. The mission's near the end. Something they rough him up, and he's got to go through the. Oh you my know god! What I mean? Yeah, yeah, and he loses the, everything. The floating restaurant the whole way. Yeah, you bust into that unfinished apartment. Yeah. You're like, Ugh. all right, guys. God, so when you, that, is, that is the end of when, round one. When people hey, get guns and shit shot. is on. Yeah. Okay. So the fish. Do we do we need to take a quick break or should we move right on to round two? I think we should take a little break. Let's okay, let's a, just take a quick break. All right, that's it for round one, which is the first half of the podcast. It gets a little long after this, so we decided to split it up into two episodes. So stay tuned to your podcast feed. Tune back in. We should have one up in a couple days after this. We were where we will um, officially declare the game of the generation. Officially.